This week on The Word of Truth Revealed. God seeing our condition, he saw the sin condition. He decided to send his son Jesus Christ and Jesus died for us, which quelled the wrath of God because every time there's an ailment or contamination, uh, the sin offering must be applied. And Jesus became that offering once uh, to quell the anger and the wrath of God. Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. On today's broadcast, Bishop Clark uses the second chapter of Galatians, verse 16, as the foundation scripture for part one of the message in the Pillars of Salvation series, Reunited with God in Christ. As I was sharing with you, there's a battle. Uh, there's a battle between uh, man and God, between God's purpose and man's desires. Um, God being holy, so holy that his face would burn any sin or any uh, contamination up. His holiness requires judgment. But he decided to do something special in the lives of his people, and that is to bring us into union with himself, though he was angry with man and man's sin. Actually, the first repentance is seen in Genesis chapter 6, where he desires, he desires to destroy man he says I even repent that I made man and so repentance is, didn't start with man God regretted it is to regret something that you've done in such a way that you want to correct it and God says I'm, I regret the fact that I made man and I want to correct it so he actually destroyed man he preserved one man and his family and uh, that is Noah. And the scripture says he moved, Noah moved with godly fear and God preserved his household. We too need to move with godly fear to preserve our household as well. The scripture says those things that were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through the scriptures might have patience and hope. Which means when you see something that occurred in the Old Testament, we should be able to use that, take the principle from it and model it in our own lives. There's something about being sprightly when you move toward the things of God and not lethargic. You know, some people, they get up and just enter the church anytime they get ready, but we should be here, we love the Lord, when the service starts. And we should think about God first when we pay our bills, when we deal with our, uh, this society, when we are dealing with entertainment, we should always think about God first and we should be sprightly when we're moving forward. What do you mean by that? Well, when you take a little sip of Sprite, it should, it's, a little, it's a little fuzz. You know, Alka-Seltzer, uh, hot, hot, fizz, fizz, oh, I think, so, oh, what a relief it is. There should be some type of fuzz. There should be something that makes you move when you're dealing with God. It should make us step up to it, glory to God. And uh, a little bit of excitement when we're working with the Lord. 
Well, God seeing our condition, he saw the sin condition. He decided to send his son, Jesus Christ, and Jesus died for us, which quelled the wrath of God because every time there's an ailment or contamination, uh, the sin offering must be applied. And Jesus became that offering once uh, to quell the anger and the wrath of God. And it's important for believers to think about that periodically and to get a message like this so we won't become lethargic with our salvation. There are pillars that hold salvation up, and one of them is reconciliation. It is to bring two opposites together, to bring two opposites, two people, two systems that are totally opposite together to bring them into perfect union. When nations reconcile, they have a ceasefire, and they begin to trade with each other. Right now, even though uh, we want a ceasefire with North Korea, we are not in a trade-type situation with North Korea. and There's no reconciliation there. The madman is sending our bombs into uh, the Sea of Japan. And so there's no way, if you got that kind of hostility, you can have reconciliation. But Canada, even though there's a little struggle with the president and the Canadian uh, leader with a little stuff going over there as they're dealing with, the, dealing with some issues, uh, we are in covenant. We're in, 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 we're in relation with uh, Canada. And so it's important that you can look at that and see how we work with some of the nations, the NATO nations we have relationship with. Not only are we not in, in a war with them, but we're trading with them. And if you're, if you're going to reconcile, you need to understand it's not just getting along, but there should be trade and commerce. There should be some type of uh, social structure that's developed when we have reconciliation. If two people are reconciling, then something has to happen where they begin to exchange. Somebody needs to pay some bills up in here. Somebody needs to make sure that the bills are paid. And someone needs to make sure there's peace in the house. We need to find out what do we need to do to bring it on together. And I'll preach myself happy. And so it's important to understand that it's essential that reconciliation is to bring two opposites together. Don't let anyone tell you that opposites attract. It only attracts for a certain period of time. You need to have the like mind. You need to have like understanding. You need, one shouldn't say that, that there's green apples when they really are, are, are red apples. You know, if, when, when you're going to work together, everybody needs to say that green apples are green apples and red apples are red apples. But people like to go with stuff that attracts them initially but don't have the ability to hold on to it. Amen. That's why I know God had to really love us to cause us to reconcile with himself. He had to really love us because there's no way we could measure up to God. He's too holy to come to us and we're just too sinful to go to him. But he said, I'll meet you at the cross. That meeting place is it's amazing. He that dwells in the secret place, the meeting place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. The meeting place is at his feet. It is not eye to eye with God. It is in a place of humility, a place of gratitude and thanksgiving for what he has done for us. I read to you uh, out of the book of, uh, of second chapter of Galatians. Um, I'm going through the Bible. Actually, I don't wait till January now, but I'm going through the Bible, my yearly Bible reading and just dealing with the New Testament right now and, and listening to the systematic way that the writer 
uh, records. The, the Holy Spirit is trying to get him to highlight. And Paul in Galatians chapter 2 has to confront one of the pillars of the church as he erects a pillar of salvation. I submit to you that the pillar of salvation is greater than a pillar or a leader in a church. I do believe leaders are important, but when they collide with each other, believe me, that God wants the pillar of salvation to stand sure. Leaders sometimes come and go, and uh, leaders pass away and keep, and others are rising. One falls, another is erected, but God gives the increase. But these pillars are non-negotiables. If anybody come, Paul is very strategic in Galatians. If anybody come preaching any other gospel than the gospel that I preach to you, you can't play with this. Let him, he said, let him be accursed. You can't add your little flavor here. This ain't about all of that. You need theology. You need to know what did God say? What did, what did the writer intend for you to hear? Don't try to add to it or take it away. God is a God that is systematic and he don't play with his word. And so we need to get in the word and we need to make sure we understand it. If there's going to be a conflict among leaders, remember that the principle or the doctrine should stand. Right now, there's something going on in the, uh, in, in the government where they're trying to impe impeach the president. And one of the things that they're doing as they move toward that, they keep referencing the Constitution of the United States. Now, different people have different interpretations, but the Constitution is the sacred docu document uh, that our founder, founders of this great nation wanted everyone to understand. And every law has to, has to somehow, some way connect with that document. And so you have what you call the judicial branch. And that is to make sure that the laws don't conflict with the Constitution of the United States. And you also have legislative branch that actually create the laws. And we see now that they're assigned, the House of Representatives are assigned with making sure that, uh, that the, the impeachment inquiry and those kind of things, they house that. The trial is taken care of by the Senate. These things have been laid out. But what they're trying to do is constantly reference the Constitution of the United States. And I only pull that out. I'm not here to agree or disagree. But what I wanted to pull out is our reference point is the word. And, and why is that? Why are we even negotiating yeah. with that? I mean, you're either with it or you're not with it. You're, you, you believe it or you don't believe it. But if you believe it, then come under its authority. Yeah. Don't play with it now. You can't sit there and say, I don't agree with that because it don't fit what I want to do. You may find yourself in a whole lot of trouble. You may find yourself in shackles, not physically, but spiritually. So we want to make sure we're submitted to the word of God. That's our enduring document. Amen. It is not an evolving document. It doesn't change from one generation to the next. Amen. The Constitution should be an enduring document and not an evolving document. In other words, we wanted to say what we wanted to say because we're a modern type nation. No, it is the boundary of the nation. It is to let you know when you've gone too far. Amen. And you need to stay within the boundaries of what the Constitution has told us to do. You can change your laws, but don't change the Constitution. And you can act like you want to act, but the word don't change. And so when we look at uh, Paul and his confrontation, uh, 
his confrontation with the apostle Peter. He has uh, been entrusted with reconciliation. He is the apostle who introduced re the revelation of reconciliation to the Gentile world. And so here Peter not being he Peter not being the apostle to the Gentiles, he was the apostle to the Jews. And so he comes in uh, he comes in in Paul's arena basically and he didn't act right. Verse 11 says Peter came to Antioch and and I had to oppose him to his face because he was clearly in the wrong. Uh, before certain men that James, which was a, uh, a companion or uh, almost carrying the same weight as Peter in the church, Peter, James and John, James and John, three pillars in the church there in in Jerusalem. Paul had to leave Jerusalem and now he's uh, three missionary journeys spreading the gospel in Asia Minor. And the scripture says when Peter came to visit him, he had to withstand him to oppose him to his face because he was clear in the wrong. In other words, these are non-negotiables. You cannot violate any principle as it relates to reconciliation. And what Peter would do is separate himself from the Gentiles when his fellow countrymen would come in the proximity. So it would be like... Um, Say I'm a, a, an African-American and I, I'm hanging out with some people from a different race and they got saved, but they, they like bikers. Okay? They weren't raised up in the church that I was raised up in. They are white men with uh, cowboy boots and Copenhagen in the back pocket. And they were bikers. They got, they're sons of anarchy. And uh, for some reason, God has me in the midst of them. They get saved. But they're still struggling a little bit. They still want to ride their bikes real fast. And the police is always trying to get them to slow down. But I'm hanging out with them and teaching them the word. And they're receiving the word with all readiness. They're searching the scriptures daily to see if what I'm saying is so. And here comes some other bishops or people coming in to check out this phenomenon. And instead of saying, wow, look at what God is doing. Uh, they 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 they're sitting down with the bikers like I am until other bishops come along and then they want to separate from the bikers. Well, I'm not really with them. See, they, they, they're just young believers. They they don't they don't have a clue yet. When Paul saw that, when Paul saw Peter draw withdraw to say we're better than because we've been with it longer. And not really stand on the doctrine of reconciliation. He withstood Peter to his face. Do y'all understand? He called him out on it. He says if we accepted Jesus by faith. And we had the law. We had the law. The holy law. The law that was handed down from Moses. But we found out that it had no way or method. Of communicating salvation to those who obeyed it. Because if you offended one law. You're guilty of them all. It was never designed to bring out holiness. It was, a, it was God's way of bringing the entire world under judgment. To show you and I that we all need a savior. Whether you're Jew or Gentile. Male or female. Bond or free. Glory to God. Catholic or whatever. It doesn't matter. All of us have to come to Jesus. Watch this. Republican or Democratic. 
<laughs> All of us need Jesus. You can sit there if you want and say, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat. Without Jesus, we're all hell bound. The middle wall of perdition is torn down through Christ and Christ alone. Amen. And so it's important to know that. I want you to see that. Christ is the only remedy. Christ is the only remedy. And Paul began to instruct Peter openly. Glory to God. I like verse 15. We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law, by the faith of Jesus, but by, the, by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law. Anyone observing the law will never be justified. Now, one of the things that mature believers begin to do, you can't come to church and look for someone to preach on your circumstance. That kind of foolishness that's going on all around the world where every week, man, that's my message. No, no. Some messages need to bump you. What I mean by that is, is to get you to start exercising your faith in Christ. Not in your breakthrough. <laughs> your breakthrough will come eventually when you start working with Jesus. That there's a system that he has in place and he's always trying to get us to grow. And his main aim through the situation you're in is for you to start growing in your faith. Sometimes he'll take away, he'll, he'll, he'll take away crutches. He'll take away people. <laughs> he'll, he'll mess up your peace. Allow it to happen because he's trying to get you to start believing in him. Thank you, God. And, and I can't preach to every malady. You come to church, I got to get a word. Well, I'm giving you the word justified. Just as if I'd not done anything wrong. And you need that. You need to know reconciliation that, 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 and hold on to it. Glory. When a person gets, that's why I can't come against Kanye right now. I'm watching Kanye, but I can't come against him. If Kanye say I'm saved, thank you, Jesus. Because I can't say you're not saved. If he confessed the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in his heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That's what the Bible says. I don't care what he did last week. I don't care what he did yesterday. I have to put my arms around that. Now, I'm watching you because you're a businessman. And I want to make sure you follow what you know. Because you know them by the fruit they bear. But before you curse it, just wait on it. Come on, wait on it. Wait on it. Wait on it. You wait on it, eventually it will show up. Now for all of you believers that's gullible, what you don't understand about what's happening with Kanye, I'm just going to bring it out. When they finish listening to his CD, most of your children are going to want to pick into what he had before that CD. And there's a lot there. And I just hope they got enough faith to withstand. And not say we can battle because Kanye got one foot here. See, and he's a businessman. So let me make sure I put my I can put my foot in business and still have it with God and still balance myself out. I don't have to give God this part of my life because it's just business. I want you to be careful with that as it relates to Kanye. And with your kids, when they just run to concerts with all of the gurus who are coming into the church, this market that has never seen the kind of things we're seeing today. 
But you need to have the word in you so when you see anything that's out there, you can say, you know what? That don't measure up with scripture. That's all I'm saying. Thank you, Lord. Now, let's get back to the word of God. Meddling enough. The word is very powerful here. These are the radical statement, radical statement. Church has taught us the opposite, that I'm saved through my works. I'm reconciled because I did well. He loved me. Yeah, but you're reconciled because he loved you, not because you did good works. See, the response here is what's crucial. The response. If my reconciliation is a response, an act of faith that I put in the finished work of Jesus, and if that's true, then my healing is a response. Change is a response. Renewal is a response. Deliverance is already settled. It's a response. Even my salvation is a response to what God has already done. I think I blew uh, the minds of some people who, when I made a statement on Sunday that your name was placed in the Lamb's book of life when you were born. Because in God's mind, because of Christ, he has given everyone salvation to them which believe. Now, if you fail to believe, he blots that name out of the Lamb's book of life. You don't get it added when you get saved. It's already there. It's the Lamb's book of life. He gave you life. He records your name. In Christ now, if you want to keep that name there, you need to accept what he's, respond to what he's already done. When you don't, he blots it out. So why would he blot it out? If he had to add it, he blots it out because it was already there. He doesn't add it and then blot it out. When he puts it there, it's there, but you have to respond to it properly. If you don't respond, it's blotted out. Give you a million dollars, you don't take it, you can't access it, it's your fault. And that's really the thing that's going to hurt many people when they end up in eternity. You mean all of this was mine, I didn't respond to it? I listened to some crazy person on Facebook tell me, you don't need to serve a black Jesus. You don't need to serve a white Jesus. You need to serve a black Jesus. Yahweh been Yahweh kind of foolishness. I don't care what color Jesus is. It has no bearing on my faith. Amen. Glory. I just know he came out of the Middle Eastern. I know he was born as a Jew. But I don't care about the color. I care about what he did. And he saved me. He delivered me. And he set me free. And my soul knows it well. That's what I celebrate. And everyone around the world, stop listening to these gurus. They, 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 they can speak. They got the gift of gab. But the, these, they, Paul said it. They're they are moved by demonic spirits. If they preach any other gospel, he says it's demonic. Stop playing with it. You don't need knowledge more. You don't need knowledge. What you need is the word. Glory to God. John chapter 9 verse 2. John chapter 9 verse 2 NIV Indeed I know that this is true But how can a mortal be righteous before God? Now, even Job had an understanding that there's no way in your physical life 
in your physical bearing that you can get right with God. The Buddhists believe if you meditate and you eat certain food, eventually you will become righteous. So that's what people do, hum and hum and hum, but you can't keep your, you can't get your conscience clean through humming and meditating. You have to come to the end of yourself. There has a redemption method here. And that's what Jesus provides. He knows more about our frame than we know. More knowledge is not going to get you to feel better. You need to come to the end of yourself and accept what Jesus has done. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired, frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 1807. That's reference number 1807. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. King David said this. He said, I was young and now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. God is faithful will not allow you to be tempted above your ability, but will with every test also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God loves you. And so do I. I want you to be encouraged. Lift up your head and let the King of Glory come in. Who is this King? He's our Lord, our Savior. He's mighty and strong, and He's mighty 
to fight in every battle that you're facing. Until next time, God bless you and keep you is my prayer.